Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Rolling along, Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Ninko will join me live in a minute here on the Goodyear Hotline. And always room for you as a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper calling line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So, Rob Ninkovich, let me bring you into the conversation here on something that Hembo just said. So, Ninko has been a regular with us on Get Up for a while now, and I've always greatly enjoyed his insight. He's a fascinating person. So, we were in a commercial break. Ninko, again, good morning again. You, you good here? Oh, yeah, I'm good to go. Okay, so here's what happened. So, in a commercial break, I needed to tell my wife something super quick. I just needed to tell her something, and that was it. We had a four-second conversation. I'm sitting next to Hembo when I did it. I FaceTimed her to tell her that. And as soon as yep. I finished that conversation, Hembo said, Greeny, I'm made uncomfortable when you FaceTime me. He does not like to FaceTime. And here's what I've realized. In, in a previous life, which is to say two years ago, if I needed to tell you something, I would have called you. But I have, through Zoom and everything else over the last year and a half, become so accustomed to seeing people when I talk to them that I have taken to FaceTiming everyone that I would normally call. Ninko, which side of this great divide are you on? Well, Greeny, let me tell you, in the mornings, we have a production meeting. It's at 6 a.m., correct? Mm-hmm. I, I have never turned on my video, so that just goes <laughs> to show you what I am. I am not the, uh, the video FaceTime guy. I am definitely just the pick-the-phone-up call. Um, that's, just, that's just me. So the FaceTime thing... Yeah, you know, it's, I think that has a time and a place for things. You know, like I, I like to FaceTime my mom to see the kids. You know, that, that's always fun. Um, but just direct calls, I usually just hit the phone number up. I don't do the FaceTime. Hemba, why are you uncomfortable when I face? Like today, actually, it was this morning. I needed to tell you something. You did. And I couldn't find you. I, opened, I do what I always do. Is I open the door of my office and I yelled, Hembo! And you didn't respond, so I FaceTimed you. The meatloaf. So, so I, hit, I FaceTimed you, you and you responded. I Why did. were you made uncomfortable by that? I don't like the way that I look on the FaceTime, and I don't like the way that you look on the FaceTime. There's no reason I need to see you for, for you to tell me what you told me. I look terrific on the FaceTime. What are you talking I find about? My, I find myself looking at myself on FaceTime. Yeah, that's like, true. I, I, I don't really look at the other person. I'm like looking at myself. I'm like, do I really look that funny? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nico is with me here. Two things I wanted to get with you today, uh, Rob Nikovich. The first, everyone will always associate you with the great years you had playing for Bill and the New England Patriots. What is your perspective? I have gone on record as saying that I think Mac Jones and the Patriots are going to be scary good this year. I think they're going to win the division. I think they're going to win a playoff game. Knowing Bill as you do and seeing the way they've restocked, what is your expectation for them this season with Mac Jones as the quarterback? I have high expectations for Mac Jones and this team. Uh, you know, going into this training camp, I, I thought that drafting Mac Jones at the position that they were able to get him at, fall, it, basically he just fell to them. And with that, a little bit of luck, I think that this team is going to win the division. I think that they're going to be into the playoffs. I think they might win a couple playoff games. Um, Their defense is going to be a top five defense. They're going to get after quarterbacks. They're going to stop the run. And on offense, they're going to be able to run the football. And early in my take with this team, early on with Mac Jones, was what they they built this team for is to go back in time, jump in that time machine, 
with Doc Brown and go back to mm-hmm. 2001, and they're going to run the football. They're going to play great defense. They're going to have a young quarterback in there who's learning as he goes who's a quick learner. We've all heard all the reports out of camp is that he's learned tremendously fast. Um, and that's what Bill really cherishes, cherishes. He likes, he likes guys that understand situations and guys that learn quickly. So I think this team offensively, they're going to have an identity of being physical, running the football, mixing in a lot of play action, because that's what's successful when you run the ball. Those linebackers, they have to suck up into the line of scrimmage. They have to respect the run. And then that's when you have your 15, 25-yard plays down the field in the play-action game. Nice. And Mac Jones is going to take advantage of that with the two tight ends they went out and got. And this team's going to be scary good. So you see it the same way I see it here. Greeny and Ninko in a weekend preview brought to you by the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card. Earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. So I mentioned everyone knows you as a New England Patriot. But what I know, and maybe many in our audience don't know, is that you are the pride of Joliet, Illinois, and down deep inside somewhere, you still bleed bears blood and so i would ask you with that thought in mind what is your perspective on the justin fields andy dalton situation all right so my first game as a, as a fan for the chicago bears super fans out there i don't want to bring it up i don't want to bring it up but my first game was the double doink game and i was at that tailgate i had a great time in chi town which i always do but I, I've never seen so many grown men cry, honestly. <laughs> and, and men were literally crying, um, very angry with the kicker, very angry with the situation. So all I want is for those men that were crying to not cry and to be happy. And I think that Fields is the answer to dry up all those tears when it comes to, to men, grown men crying. Andy Dalton, I know he's had a long career, but there's a reason – that he didn't come back to Cincinnati. There was a reason he was a backup with the Cowboys. I can't believe they gave him $13 million. I wish I was a, you know average quarterback. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be making $13 million a year. But, you know, they paid him that amount. They didn't realize that Fields was going to be their guy until after the draft. Now I feel like they're, you know, in the position of – I'm on the phone, buddy. Um, one second. That's my son. Daddy, <laughs> oh, okay. daddy. No problem. Um, wait, wait, what is your son's now. name? What, what is his name? Everett. And how, how old is he? He's five. Can you say hi to everybody? Hi. Okay. <laughs> Everett Ninkovich, five years Everett. old, with his insight. Yep. What, what, what do you think? What, what, what does he think? Who does he? Well, let me ask you this, because I've enjoyed you doing this on TV. What do the super yep. fans think about Justin Fields and his future in Chicago? Well, let me tell you, Greeny, I think that the super fans of the Chicago Bears, I think that they're really upset right now. And I'm, I'm channeling my inner Bob Swarsky to really relax in this situation and not have my 10th heart attack. That would not be good for my family and friends and the super fans out there. So everybody, all the Chicago Bears, all the Super Bowl hopes and dreams, they're not with the Andy Dalton. They're with the field, the young kid, the young gunslinger who can run around in the pocket and he can throw that ball all over the field. And he can run like Dicka used to do when he was a tight end and the Super Bowl Bears. So if they can get field, fields on the field, guess what? Bears, 
Super Bowl all day long. That's what I think. Oh, that's so good. He does it so well. I don't know anyone who does that better. I don't think George Went does that better than Rob <laughs> Nikovich does it, and he invented it. All right, Nico, go take care of the family. Pleasure as always. You were great this morning. Enjoy the games this weekend. I'll see you next week. All right. Take care. It's Rob Ninkovich with me here again. He's the pride of Joliet, Illinois. And, um, he's just a great guy. And, you know, his understanding of Bill always fascinates me. But he is, he down deep inside, he at minimum understands mm. the psychology of the Bears piece of this thing. And he is very much on the Justin Fields side of all of this. So we'll wind up seeing what winds up happening there. Um, that was pretty interesting. And he's on your side on the FaceTime. Bubba, let me ask you a question. Because whenever I need to reach out to you, I realize I'd FaceTime you. I, I've become a FaceTimer. I like the FaceTime. Not as much for me. A couple times you snuck it in there. I feel like, what's the last, have I called you on the phone this year just to make a phone uh, call? I guess, yeah. No, I guess it's true. Yeah. You, I FaceTime you. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I like to FaceTime. Yeah, no, that's I, true. I'm a big fan. You don't like it? Yeah, no, I guess I just don't answer then. That's what that's I guess that's what I'm thinking of. I, I occasionally um, struggle to get you on yeah, the FaceTime. That, that's what I'm thinking more of. No, yeah, you pretty much do FaceTime every time. No calls. Um, I like it. The purpose of FaceTime is for you to see for you to see something that you need to. But if you don't no, need no, no, to no. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How, who are you to t- to say what the purpose of FaceTime is? You're telling Steve Jobs what the purpose of FaceTime is? Yes, I'm telling. That's how I like to use it. Okay. That's your purpose of using FaceTime. That's the purpose of using it. If you, you can call me, get the answer, I can keep doing other stuff. You can keep doing other stuff. You call me, this is an arresting conversation. I have to look down at you. I have to see the, the underbelly of your chin. We talk about whatever's happening for 10 seconds. I have to stop whatever I'm doing, the momentum that I'm having, and then I continue my day. Text or call, much easier. Much, much, much easier. We're not, you're not like, I'm not showing you my new baby or my new dog or a new toy that I got. <laughs> you like asked me if I could not look at an email. Why, why did I, I have to see you while we did that. That is true. The reason that I texted him today is because there was an email that was sent to all of us from our news desk, which has a variety of baseball predictions. And I want to hear what your predictions are relative to them without you seeing what they are. We will do those next. Plus, on the football front, I have a wager for you that is a stone cold lead pipe lock. We'll get to that in a moment. You know, airlines and restaurants and more have been ramping up their hiring. Who do they turn to? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your job, and you can easily invite your top choices to apply. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock, next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com slash greenberg and use code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. that's prizepicks.com slash greenberg code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy 
Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, Creaney with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Great guests today on the Goodyear Hotline. We had Rob Ninkovich just a few minutes ago. We had Ryan Day a little earlier. A lot of baseball, Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN Radio. Good one, huge matchup. Dodgers-Giants, Sunday night, 7 Eastern. Sunday Night Baseball brought to you by Samsung Galaxy. Shop the impressive Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G and Z Flip 3 5G at Samsung.com. Meanwhile, Green Light Light with Greeny. To all of our top baseball insiders, and we're going to see if Hembo agrees with them. So I got this email. This is the one that I FaceTimed you to tell you not to look at. Mm. And um, what our news desk did was they asked several of our top baseball insiders a variety of questions. And I have here the list of their general responses. And I just want to see if yours match with theirs. All right. Hembo, to me, you are the number one baseball insider. Well, You're the you. person I come to first. It's you first and Chris Russo second. But one way or the other, here we go. They asked the question, which team that is currently in or very close to the playoff field is most likely to miss out on the playoffs? And what do you think was the most popular answer? I think the most popular answer was the Boston Red Sox. That is incorrect. Huh. Five people said the Red Sox. I don't know if this team would have been on your radar because I don't know exactly how close they are. The most common answer was the Reds. Hmm. The Cincinnati Reds. Eight people said the Reds. Five said the Red Sox. Two said the Padres. And one each said the A's and Yankees. Give me a read on Reds versus Red Sox. The Reds are going to make the playoffs and the Red Sox are going to miss the playoffs. The Reds have the second easiest remaining schedule in all of baseball. The Padres, whom they're jockeying for for the second wild card, own the hardest I think that the Reds are going to you know, be that number two wildcard team in the National League, and the Red Sox are going to fall off. That team is just not very good top to bottom. All right, so that means they got it wrong. Our they got it wrong. Our got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Next question. Who will finish the regular season with more wins, the Giants or the Dodgers? The Dodgers. They All got right. that one right. 11 said the Dodgers and 6 said the Giants. The Dodgers are a better team. The Dodgers are a better team. They are a more talented team, at least. The Giants have held them off all season long, sort of inexplicably. But the cream will rise to the top in the last month of the season. Next, and this one's a little bit easy, but whatever. Who will be the number one seed in the American League? The Tampa Bay Rays. All right. Easy one. 14 uh, voters said the Rays. Two said the Astros. One said the White Sox. Who will win the American League pennant? So we're not talking about the division or or the, the... the number one seed. Who will win the pennant in the American League? Same answer. The Tampa Bay Rays. The, 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 the most common answer was the White Sox. Mm. Seven White Sox, five Astros, four Rays, one Yankees. Wow, that does surprise me a lot. Because those two questions you just asked me consecutively are 
pretty much the same thing. It's like who, who, who they think is the best team, right? No, pretty not, much? not necessarily. Which team do you think is best suited to win postseason baseball? You know yeah. better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Those aren't necessarily the same thing. No, but there's no obvious reason to me why the Rays, because right now those three teams are sort of jumbled at the top. The Rays, to me, are just as well-equipped to win in the playoffs as the White Sox and the Astros. They did it last year, and they're better than they were last year. That's curious to me. Okay, well, you're in disagreement with our insiders. How about the National League? Who wins the pennant? The Brewers are going to win the pennant. Uh, 12 of the 17 said Dodgers. Okay. Dodgers 12, Giants 3, Brewers 2. Yeah, Vegas loves the Dodgers, and for good reason. Everyone's going to bet on the Dodgers, and they're the most talented team. But I've been saying all season long, the Brewers have the best pitching, and thus the Brewers are going to win the National League. All right, let's do a few more very quickly. The, the first one, ridiculous easy, who wins the American League MVP? That's, that's Shohei Otani. Okay, it's not even worth talking about. He mm-hmm. got all 17 votes. Who wins the National League MVP? No, Bryce Harper. Ooh. 13 votes for Fernando Tatis Jr., Two for Harper, one for Freddie Freeman, one for Trey Turner. Interesting. Maybe it will come down to between the Padres and the Phillies who winds up making the playoffs. But Tatis has had a slightly better year. But Bryce Harper is the best player in the National League right now. American League Cy Young goes to? Uh, Garrett Cole. Most definitely. Correct. 12 votes. Three for Lance Lynn, two for Robbie Ray. Finally, who wins the National League Cy Young? Uh, Walker Bueller. That's correct. Right. 12 votes for him, two for Corbin Burns, two for Zach Wheeler, and one for Josh Hader. So that is what our insiders think, and that is what Hembo thinks. And as far as I'm concerned, Hembo's opinion is the one you need to know. If you haven't heard already, I'm here to tell you the new Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G is life-changing. It's ultra-compact, but makes a big statement with bold colors and hands-free videos. So get your new Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G today at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with your carrier. Meanwhile, this is a perfect opportunity for you to try some active listening. Unsolicited advice. All right, you don't need any advice from me, but I'm going to give you some anyway. You want to make a few bucks? Look towards our nation's capital. Look at the Washington football team. You know, the NFL gets so much attention all year round. It's hard to imagine it could ever have a secret as well-kept as the Washington football team is headed into this year. Caesars has them 25-1 to 1 to win the NFC. Even Vegas doesn't see this coming. But you know what they are? They are the 49ers of two years ago. The formula is there and it is proven. Start with the quarterback. Once and for all, he has been far more magic than tragic of late. The last three seasons... Ryan Fitzpatrick has a higher completion percentage than Tom Brady. He has a higher touchdown touchdown percentage than Dak Prescott and a higher QBR than Deshaun Watson. He has been good, and his new team is sneaky loaded. It won an admittedly terrible division last year with the worst quarterback play in the sport. They were 32nd out of 32 teams. They have nowhere to go but up. Their top receiver is a stud that you never talk about. 25-year-old Terry McLaurin, who has more than 2,000 yards in two seasons, playing with Dwayne Haskins, Case Keenum, Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, and Colt McCoy. The running back is 23 years old. He's Antonio Gibson. He had over 1,000 yards from scrimmage and 11 touchdowns, starting 10 games last year as a rookie. And then, of course, the defense, which I think is the best in the sport. They had the best pass rush in the league the second half of last season. They sacked Tom Brady three times in a playoff game. He was only sacked three more times total in the three playoff games that followed. And the coach is a winner. 
Ron Rivera won that division last year while battling cancer and made the playoffs four times in five years in Carolina. So, again, the, the formula. Good enough quarterback play, dominant defensive line, coach who knows how to win. That was San Francisco two years ago. And that team wound up in the Super Bowl. So if this one does that at the end of this year, just remember you absolutely should have seen it coming. The Washington football team. I've been on them all through this offseason. Add to it, by the way, they had a great draft. And I'm telling you, I think they are a sneaky good team that nobody sees coming. Your thoughts? I think you nailed it. I really did. And the thing that I want to pound, uh, pound home is Ron Rivera. This guy wins. And he, the, the, the year in uh, Carolina when they won 15-1, and one, that was the year that Vegas set their under, uh, over-under at 8.5. Like his teams are used to outperforming expectations. That's what his teams do. He, on net, on average, gets more out of his teams than we expect. Vegas thinks they're going to be like an 8.5 win team, that their over-under is 8.5. I think you can conservatively guess that so long as they can stay healthy with that defense and the quarterback play that you described, that's a 10-win team this year. Yes, in a division where I know the world loves the Cowboys, there's no team that's that good. we got people picking the Giants. The Eagles, I think, are rebuilding. I think the Washington football team is going to win that division going away and is going to be a real threat in the playoffs. Just remember where you heard that first. Coming up, we'll finish up the week with the traditional who you got. Plus, I've got six quick takes Six days from the start of the season. We'll do those after this word from Select Quote. You know, before last year, some things were low on our to-do list, but life insurance can no longer be one of them, especially now. Your family is your number one priority. If you're like me with a wife and kids, you need to protect them. My life insurance provides me peace of mind, and it can do the same for you. Now, you don't want just anyone for this. You need a pro. That's why you need Select Quote. Select Quote's been around for over 35 years. Over 2 million families have trusted them. What they do is they comparison shop highly rated insurance companies like Prudential, Banner Life, Mutual of Omaha. They impartially find you, the company with the best rates, and their technology quickly matches your individual needs with the best insurance company to find your best policy. And you'd be surprised how affordable a policy can be, and quotes are free. So don't put this off another day. Get your free quote today at 800-881-6868. That's 800-881-6868. Or go to selectquote.com. That's selectquote.com. It's ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. 
Yeah, I think that's right. Our weekly rewind brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. I base that not on the fact that they, I think they're the best team in the AFC, which they're not, but the fact that they have the worst division in the AFC. I think all the other divisions are really tough. I love the Jets, but I think there are three potential playoff teams in the AFC East. I think there are three potential playoff teams in the AFC North. I think there are three potential playoff teams in the AFC West. And I'm not sure there are two in the AFC South. Now, Jacksonville and Houston are, I, it, barring something extraordinary, I think are not even considerable. And I think the Colts, they, no team has had a worse month than they've had. Their quarterback hasn't played, hasn't practiced. He hurt his foot. He came back. He's on the COVID list. He's not vaccinated. He can't count on Carson Wentz. Who the heck knows? They've had every injury you could possibly imagine. They have a brutal start to their season. The Colts could get buried before they even start. So I kind of like Tennessee, not kind of. I think Tennessee has the easiest path to get to the postseason of any of the good teams in the AFC, and that is why I like them. And this is Greeny coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Quickly, I want to remind you that thousands affected by Hurricane Ida urgently need your support. You can donate at redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond to and help people recover from this disaster. We're going to do Get Up, uh, excuse me, we're going to do Who You Got, uh, which is our traditional Friday staple in just a minute. But first, Baba, give me a little football music there. I want to give you my six quick takes. We are six days to the start of the season, and I've got six quick takes on the NFL. Number six. The Bears have it right on Justin Fields. I know Ninko doesn't agree. I know Marcus Spears doesn't agree. But I am convinced that they are doing this for the right reasons. They see things we're not able to see. And they are convinced Justin Fields is not ready to play behind that offensive line. They have every reason in the world to go to field sooner rather than later. They're coaching for their jobs, and they know it. They're not playing Andy Dalton because they're paying him all that money or because they made him any promises. They're playing him because they think he's better suited to keep himself standing upright against any defense against that or dealing with his own offensive line. So we will see Justin Fields at some point, but I think the Bears have it right not rushing that to start the season. Number four. And Matt, meanwhile, I, I was supposed to hit number five. Number five. The Bears, boy, I'm really struggling here. <laughs> Mac Jones and the Patriots are going to win that division and win a playoff game. You just heard Nico talking about it. He sees what I see. That team is built in the Bill Belichick mode. That's exactly what Belichick's teams have always been. It's what Bill Parcells' teams were. Heady quarterback who doesn't make mistakes, multiple tight ends, great running backs, great offensive line, top five defense. That's the way they want to win. You, When Tom Brady falls into your lap, a miracle happens, then you adjust because you've got him. But now they're back to what you can do. And while Mac Jones plays the same style, kind of looks like him, it doesn't mean they're going to fling it all over the yard. I think they're going to be a balanced physically dominant, really good football team. I think they will win that division, and I think they will win a playoff game. Number four. The Browns are the biggest threat to Kansas City in the AFC. I know I just told you that Tennessee, I think, will be the one seed, but those are two different things. The Browns have to deal with Baltimore, and they have to deal with Pittsburgh, and they will not have an easy time winning that division. But if you were just to line up the teams, like do an old BCS and the AFC, who are the best teams? I would go Kansas City 1. I would go Cleveland 2. And I believe in the quarterback. I think they are a legit threat to make the Super Bowl this year. Number 3. Both Mel Kuyper and Bart Scott picked the Giants 
to win the NFC East on our TV show. That really surprised me. The Giants' offensive line is so bad. I mean, they're so bad. And does that, do you have confidence in Daniel Jones being able to overcome that? I mean, I'm a Jones believer, but he needs everything to kind of go right. And the most important thing is going wrong. If that thing gets sideways on him, I think it could get ugly in a hurry. So I hope that that they're right and I'm wrong, because I'd love to see good things happen for the Giants in what is a crowded division. But it couldn't have started worse in this preseason. Number two. The flip side of that is that people writing off the Steelers are going to look stupid. And I know what you're saying. Greeny, their biggest problem is the offensive line as well. That's right, but they have a 39-year-old quarterback who knows how to handle that as best as anyone could, and they have a spectacular running back to help make that offense balanced this year, and they have as good a collection of weapons, wide receivers and tight ends, as any team in the NFL. I'll say that again. They have as good a collection of offensive weapons, inclusive of the running back, as any team in the NFL. If that offensive line can play at all, I think the Steelers are a lock to make the playoffs. Number one. And then finally, I I hate to say it, but I think we've seen the last of Cam. Jeremy Fowler said it on TV with us this morning that he called an executive and said, what's Cam's next stop? And that executive said TV. The problem with Cam is, A, you don't want a superstar to be your backup quarterback. It has been shown in a variety of different places. It's not through any fault of his, but he's more famous than practically any starting quarterback in the sport. That doesn't add up to a positive situation. The other, and it is a factor, is that he is unvaccinated. No one wants an unvaccinated backup quarterback. That's the least dependable person you can have on your team. And the most important thing a backup quarterback can be is available if the starting quarterback gets hurt. And by definition, if the starting quarterback gets COVID, the backup wouldn't be available. I don't think he gets a job this season. It's a shame, but I think that's the reality. And those are six quick takes, six days to the start of the NFL season. I couldn't be more excited. This weekend is unbelievable. I got my beloved Northwestern Wildcats opening at home tonight, 9 Eastern, 8 Central against Michigan State, which is which was the team that beat us last year and kind of ruined our what was at that point a perfect season. So that is a monster game for us. I'm really looking forward to that one tonight. I got the coffee brewing. A late night for you. I got to stay up late tonight. That is way past my bedtime, but I'll be up <laughs> cheering for my beloved cats and we'll see what winds up happening. So, so much to get to. Let's finish it off as we always do on Fridays. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right. I'll say it. Who you got? All right, for this, we bring in Bubba. And many of you may not know, but no one asks questions better than Bubba does before his career here in radio production. He used to have a job working with the CIA administering lie detector tests. So he asks questions in a way he knows how to phrase them. He knows uh, all the tricks of that trade. So he has a variety of questions for me, and I will have to answer them whether I'm ready to or not. Bubba, take it away. All right. Tuesday, the news broke during our show. Cam Newton was released by New England. We're less than a week till week one. Are you expecting Cam to sign with the team before the season starts, or is he going to have to wait it out? Who you got? So here's what Bubba's not necessarily good at, <laughs> and that is ad-libbing out of a moment. I literally just said, the last thing I said, Bubba, was that I do not believe Cam Newton plays again this year. Did that escape you? We got to stay on script here. <laughs> We don't have to stay on script. That was a very anchor man moment of you. 
That, that was very much Ron Burgundy asking the question that is in the teleprompter, despite the fact that it has just been answered. So I will answer it again. I believe Cam Newton will not get another job this season. That is the unfortunate reality, I believe, for him. Bubba, what's next? All right, Cowboys rookie, and I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm going to guess Osa Adighuza. When he was asked what Tom Brady's weakness was, he said, quote, not very mobile. He's been doing this 21 years. Dude is a little older, not too mobile. Get him off the spot and his passer rating goes down by a lot, end quote. Smart move from the rookie here. Trash talking Tom usually goes well. I'm sure it will here. So Tom or the rookie... Who you got? Come on, Baba. The Cowboys could not be set up to get obliterated any more than they are. They haven't played anybody in the preseason. Their top 37 players didn't play in their third preseason game. Dak hasn't been able to do anything because of the injury coming back from all of this. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers have been sharp. I think they're thinking about 17-0. The Cowboys are reading their press clippings, and now they have a rookie calling out the greatest player of all time who has the biggest chip on his shoulder in history that to me is an enormous mistake i side with the goat why are you looking at me like that hembo he's not talking trash bubba read the quote again i i detect no lies here none bubba read read the quote again not very mobile he's been doing this for 21 years dude is a little older not too mobile get him off the spot and his passer rating goes down by a lot all true things yeah all true things do you think tom brady will take those great scouting you know That's just good scouting on the part of this young rookie, and, and I appreciate his pointing out some reality here, and I take, I take no offense. Do you think that's how Tom is going to respond to those comments? I think that is unlikely. Yeah, his Doofus, because called out Brady. <laughs> and Brady is going to find him on the field after the first of six touchdowns that he throws <laughs> next Thursday night against that horrendous defense. And he's going to remind him of it. I will tell you that right now. Greeny and who you got on ESPN Radio. Bubba, what's next? All right, it's Mike Mayock's third year with the Raiders, Gruden's fourth. And Mayock says they, quote, need to be a playoff team. But Raiders owner Mark Davis says, quote, I'd be much more impressed if they did it. Good line. So, will the Raiders be making the playoffs in 2021? Who you got? That would be a big no. The Raiders, unfortunately for them, are fourth in a four-team division. Kansas City is the best team in the AFC. The Chargers, I think, have a chance to be a spectacular surprise. The Broncos, who I think will get average quarterback play from their average quarterbacks, have... They're loaded in a variety of places and a really good defense. I think they are a sneaky good chance for an outside shot at a playoff spot. And I think the Raiders, unfortunately, are the worst team in their own division. If you start making a list of the best teams in the AFC, I think I could get 10 deep Mm. before I get to them. So I do not believe the Raiders make the playoffs, and we'll see if the fallout means the end of Mike Mayock in Las Vegas. Bubba, what's next? All right, let's do some college football because it really gets going this weekend as we've been talking about a lot. Most teams are in action, including number one, Alabama, number two, Oklahoma, and we got number three, Clemson, versus number five, Georgia on ESPN Radio, number four, Ohio State. They won last night. We had Ryan Day on earlier. Good times. So who you got winning it all in January? <laughs> yeah, you really, that was a good setup. Right? That was a lengthy. He really put together the base. You got to get it all in there, promote what's going on, Ryan Day. You know, we got it all. I kept waiting for the question. Like, I wasn't sure what he you was going to covered a lot of me. ground. So the, what is the question again? The question is simple, very simple. Who you got winning it all in January? 
Alabama. Is Nick Saban still the coach of Alabama? There were two rules. I believe rules. so, yes. Bubba, there were two rules in sports. You don't say anything bad about Tom Brady, and you don't bet <laughs> against Nick Saban. And so at least one of those has been violated. I'm not violating the other. Nick Saban and Alabama win the championship again. Bubba, what's next? All right, so we can all agree Saban is the best coach in the country, but who is the second best coach? Because Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher, he just got a nice raise, bumped him up to $9 million a year right behind Saban for second highest paid coach in the country. But who you got is the best uh, as the heir to Saban's throne? I will tell you this right now, and I genuinely mean it. There is no coach in America... I would rather have it my alma mater than my own coach, and that's Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. He doesn't get any attention because he coaches at Northwestern. That's a team that finished in the top 10 in the country last year and wasn't ranked in the preseason this year. We had one down year when we had quarterback, major quarterback issues in the last five, and the world continues to forget us because it says Northwestern on the fronts of our jerseys rather than a lot of other team names. Now, is he the second best coach in America? I don't know the answer to that. The one that I think the NFL is drooling over is Ryan Day and maybe Lincoln Riley and all the usual suspects, Dabo Sweeney. But I'll tell you right now, if you told me I could have any of those guys rather than Pat Fitzgerald, I wouldn't do it. I'll stick with my coach, and so I'll put him at number two. Bubba, what's next? All right, baseball, Tuesday night. Might have missed this one because the Padres, they led. This is going to be a long setup. Get ready. The Padres (laughs) led the D-backs 3-0 after seven innings. Blake Snell, he struck out 10. He had thrown 107 pitches. He was pulled from the game. And, oh, yeah, he had a no-hitter going. After the game, Snell said he had no problem. It's just smart. Is it really worth going 140, 130 pitches to try and get it? We need to win games. Now, earlier in the year, the Padres got their first no-hitter in history. So maybe that would have played a different role in the decision if they, hadn't, if they didn't have one. But are you with the Padres and Snell or the fans – would have wanted one here. Who you got? Well, you were right. That was a very long setup. You could have just said they pulled Blake Snell with a no hitter going. Now there's a lot. There's a lot of got to get into the details. I'm glad we got his quote. Yeah, um, the quote's important. Here's the, he here. he was not upset. Um, he's trying to win games. Where are they in the standings right now? They're, it's them and the Reds, right back and forth for that second wild card. I hate to say this, but I actually think it's the right thing to do. Mm. I mean, I I, I believe in the sanctity of the no-hitter, and I believe that, generally speaking, you should go for it. But if you believe that pulling your pitch, that that leaving your pitcher out there to throw 140 pitches, I mean, I go back to when Johan Santana, Bubba, you will remember this. Oh, yeah. Johan Santana threw the only no-hitter in Mets history, and I don't think he ever pitched again. Well, right. he, he pitched, ever he pitch did, again? but never, he, yeah, he did, but he was hurt a lot after. I, he was always hurt after. I don't remember the games that he pitched after that. He wasn't the same after, for sure. So was it worth the no-hitter? The answer to that is no, and in this case, if the belief was that that was a concern, then I have no problem with them doing it. I hate myself for agreeing, but I think they made the right call. Right, give me one of the silly ones. Go. All right, 75 years ago Wednesday, Barry Gibb was born, so that means he's 75, co-founder of the Bee Gees. With his two brothers, the Guinness World Records list Gibb is the second most successful songwriter behind Paul McCartney. So, do you have a favorite Bee Gees song that you'll turn up the volume in the car? Oh, you yes. Got? I love the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees are actually an, an excellent band. They were an excellent band long before Saturday Night Fever, long before the disco era made them into sort of the superstars and then the mocked group that they were. My favorite Bee Gees song is Nights on Broadway. 
If you've never heard the song Nights on Broadway, do yourself a favor. Wherever it is you get your music, get that song, turn it up, and listen to it. It is it came out way before Saturday Night Fever. He doesn't do the super high voice in it or anything like that. The Bee Gees were an outstanding band, and that is my favorite song. And this has been a terrific week. Bubba, outstanding as always. Hembo, outstanding as always. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Huge weekend with all the football. Please enjoy it, and we'll see you back in Better Than Ever next week on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can check out Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Also, don't miss Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 Eastern on ESPN. This is Greeny, the podcast. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.